Welcome to the Healing Soul Podcast, Empowering Wellness and Oneness. I'm Mary Beth Rombach Nelson, a published author on Amazon Books, Reiki Master, Gifted Intuitive, and Spiritual Teacher. On today's Healing Soul Podcast, I'll be talking about the Universal Laws. This is part three. If you didn't catch one and two, you can go back and listen to them at your leisure. Today, we're going to continue where I left off um, at the end of part two. So just to recap, the universal laws are spiritual laws that affect our soul and our consciousness in this lifetime. And love being the most important and also giving and receiving love and being self-aware and having God consciousness All of this put together connects us to universal consciousness. And there's so much wisdom that we can tap into using these universal laws. So today, learning about the universal laws helps you listening to understand life and how our self and the universe work together to manifest our desires and our karma. So we left off. Uh, at 34, the law of grace. So we're going to continue on with 35, the law of group endeavors. This law defines the multiplying of energy one creates when acting with like-minded people. Um, It creates a group effort when we pray with two or more or manifest with two or more or even when we send healing and do light work it really does intensify the effort. Um, Even two people is like 20 people. The energy increases and explodes further and further. And the reason this happens is that two or more people are having a pure thought and your desired goal is held in your minds and it really creates a powerful result. And again, you're holding a pure thought for an increment of time in union with other people at the same time. And this is really can be powerful manifesting to do this in a group. Uh, Next, we have the law of group life. Not only must you fulfill in love of your family and your obligations, but think of wider terms of what is good for humanity And this is the law of brotherhood. Brotherhood is like a group quality. Will my action be good for the group? Or will the group suffer from what I'm about to do? And once you ponder this, you're vibing with the law of group life. Abiding by these actions will gradually become part of your consciousness when you do this regularly. And it's, you've heard the saying, for the highest good of all. And that really encompasses the law of group life. Next, we have the law of group progress. This law is the symbol of a mountain and a goat standing at the summit. And think Capricorn. All hard places can be surmounted and the summit reached by divine goat, a symbol meaning group effort. So group effort and progress The ray energy of this is the seventh ray, which is evolving and powerful. And I've talked about the seven rays 
uh, with my guest David Zimmerman on a past podcast if you're interested in learning more about that. Next, we have the law of healing. This law concerns the ability of a person or a healer or a Reiki person or even you yourself listening can really heal your body. You tap into prana, chi energy, and the Holy Spirit, which radiates from the source that we call God. And you're pulling this white light through your body and channeling that energy to heal yourself emotionally, physically, uh, by removing blockages and instilling sacred energy from your source through you. Think of the white light meditation that I do, pulling it through your chakras and clearing them. That's the law of healing. And healers resonate with the earth frequency of 7.8. And you, you sync up when you're giving a healing. And that's why I always take my shoes off and ground myself and get in tune with Mother Earth when I'm doing a healing. Next, we have the law of higher will. This is from the viewpoint of our self, separate self and our will. It's normal to act on our own desires and our own preferences, but surrendering this will have guidance of higher will and dedicate our actions for the highest good of all. And we can feel inspired and really grow spiritually when we embrace this law. Next, we have the law of honesty. Recognizing and accepting and expressing our authentic self and at the heart of honesty, not lying to yourself or to others. And when we're honest with ourselves, we can speak and act honestly. It goes together. And we can have a sense of integrity. And we don't need to be punished for breaking the spiritual laws. But we don't want to create any kind of karma that we need to repay in another lifetime. So there's natural consequences for not following the law of honesty with yourself and with others. And really when we let fear stop us from expressing our true feelings and what we really need in life, we're being dishonest with ourselves. And this really depletes our energy and our spirit. So when you think of honesty, think of being true to yourself as well as others. Next, we have the law of identity. This law is pertaining to your individual right to create your own self, your own beingness, make your own choices. And we act in every incarnation that we come back to and we create an identity. But our soul self always goes back to God in the end. And the entity may separate to accomplish this life's mission, but in the end we go back to our divine identity, and that's the law of identity. The next is the law of intention. This is when you hold an intention in your mind and you follow it with a physical action and effort. And you can really think about it and meditate on it, but you need to follow it up with an action. So energy must follow that intention for good to happen. 
an act of kindness is performed and the intention is such that one wishes to be recognized for goodness or motivation, which is not of the higher order. The higher rewards won't be forthcoming. So when you do good deeds, you don't need recognition for it. You do it just for the act of doing good. And your intention should be of a higher vibration just to grow spiritually and not to expect a reward. And if you give a promise to someone to do something, you need to follow through so that you don't create any karma if you don't follow through and keep your word. Next, we have the law of intuition. We can only get in touch with our own source of intuition and wisdom when we don't depend on others' opinions. Their opinions of us don't matter. And it doesn't, their opinions don't create our identity or our self-worth. We know who we are and we know what we need and we accept those knowing thoughts. And that's when we can value and trust our own intuition as being perfect and right for us. And accepting personal responsibility, our intuition becomes more profound when we declare our own sacred identity and are comfortable in our own skin. The law of inverse proportions, longevity. One need not die in life, but have increased cosmic source in conquering death and fate. The span of life is related to the rate of breathing. If the span of life is a person that breathes 21,600 times per day at 15 respirations per minute. If the rate of breathing is 18 per minute, the span will be about 96 years. So being aware of our breath and the law of inverse proportions or longevity. So really having good health just so that we feel good and can breathe better, And so our physical health, um, like yoga is perfect. Meditation helps us. Even walking can help us to breathe and be at peace and to have physical fitness and to feel good. Next is the law of justice. This law upholds creation's swinging orb. The function of this law is for God-realization. So the universe conspires for retribution. So if you do bad, bad things will come to you. If you do good, good things will come to you. The law of justice. The law of karma. And you've heard about karma, it's cause and effect, and everything happens according to this law. And there's no such thing as chance. There's many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law of karma. So if a person was to follow each causation, it can be found that it has a beginning and an end. And so when you have karmic relationships in your life, it can be from a past life that's, that's followed over that needs to be completed. And once that's completed, you can move on. 
And once you observe it and understand it, you can end the cycle and realize that good things can follow. So this law is cause and effect, and there's no accidents, there's synchronicities, and we are responsible for the very thoughts that we produce, personal responsibility for our mental alchemy. And fear is one of the most dangerous mental things that we can do. So we have to let go of fear and trust our higher self and to be led by our higher self. So by understanding the universal laws, we can learn to operate in a state of grace by trusting and letting go of fear and embracing in divine wisdom that's available for us all. Karma is attracted like a magnet to personal egos. So let go of the ego and start living from your soul level. And it really will allow you to have knowingness about your soul's path to walk in grace. The law of knowledge. This law concerns the fact that all knowledge is tied to energy. So knowing how to use energy and tap into universal wisdom and the vibration of universal knowledge. So through meditation, that's the best way to align yourself with the universe and tap into so much wisdom. Next, we have the law of the lotus. This refers to the lotus or the flowering of yourself. It includes knowledge and love and sacrifice. Next, we have the law of love. And love is the most important thing in this life. And it's one of the seven laws of our solar system. And this law is on the astral plane. And it transmutes desire and nature. And love links up to the greater magnetism and draws people and things to us. And love is the most important for yourself and for others and for desire. Next, we have the law of the lower four. This law is etheric union, and the symbol is male and female placed back to back. The male figure is holding above his head a shield or tray of silver, a great reflector, while the female holds an urn of oil And together, they contain the secret of the astral plane. The ray energy is fiery energy of the fifth ray and is a vitalizing factor. And again, I talked about the rays um, in a previous podcast that you can go back to, the seven rays. Next, we have the law of magnetic control. One of the seven laws of our solar system under the major three The law of magnetic control is the law that lies hid in the personality and in the ego body. It's a very physical level, and it's the energy of every thought we have that creates a match that comes back to us like a boomerang 
So like a magnet, our thoughts go out and they come back. You're drawing to yourself from your thoughts. Next is the law of magnetic impulse. This is the first step towards polar union. Its results are union between man and Adam and the group which produces harmonious relations. It's also known as the law of polar union and the symbol is two fiery balls united by a triangle of fire and picturing the interplay between all of the atoms. The ray energy is radiatory energy of the second ray and has a manifesting factor to it. And then next we have the log magnetism. This produces a unifying of personality and an expression of our lunar force, our higher self and higher order in our physical sex. The three aspects are a stage of higher intellectual and artistic attainment in a stage of discipleship. And third is a stage of treading on our path, the law of magnetism, putting it all together in who we are, what our vibration is, walking our soul's path, the law of magnetism, and the law of manifestation, which I've talked a lot about in the past. And your thoughts are energetic Uh, vibes that you send out, your actions, your expectations, and you're letting go and surrendering to the universe to manifest. It literally radiates out your aura and it's held the vibration of your heart and your emotions in manifesting your heart's desire. And like I said, those thoughts that go out are forceful They have electricity and a vibration to them that the universe picks up on and it taps into the almighty consciousness of God. And whatever that powerful thought you hold in your mind, that pure thought, it goes out intensely. And if you surrender to it and you know it's going to come back to you, the law of manifestation, you ask for it and it will come to you, period. Let the law of the manifestation of the universe in the asking, let it go and then let it come back to you and be open to receiving it, the law of manifestation. Next, we have the law of mantras. Each mantra is a linkage to certain aspect of an absolute And we say mantras in meditation. And when we're saying a mantra, it clears out our mind and lets us be a channel of receiving. And it's where we, in meditation, after we say the mantras enough, we get to that state of nothingness. And we're able to connect to our higher self and to the masters to receive messages. And next we have the law of meditation. The law of meditation is relaxing and can lead you on your spiritual path toward awakening and enlightenment. So when we focus on our mantra, we clear our mind and tap into universal source. 
and you. You become self-aware and you create that bridge and connection in the law of meditation where all things are possible. And that's why meditation is so very powerful. Next, we have the law of mentalism. Everything is a part of the whole, one mind. And the only thing that's different is our vibration. We're all a part of the universal mind. We just range in vibration in our humanness and in our minds and in our matter. And universal source God, we can match that vibration. We're all a part of this infinite mind of our beingness. Next, we have the law of miracles. The law of miracles in the light of God. Miracles, of course, are possible for everyone listening right now. Manifestation of miracles is so powerful. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your intuitive heart believing in miracles and expecting a miracle for your life now. There are miracles that have happened in all of our lives. I'm sure everyone listening can think of a time when something miraculous happened in your life and for your life. Next, we have the law of modatic return. This is concerning the evolution of man. So we are rising the vibration of the earth in in this time more than ever before. And everything is affected by our vibrations and our actions. And next we have the law of no judgments. This law in our human form is not judging other people, not judging ourselves. Think of spirit where there's no judgment, our infinite self. In our human form, we need to learn how to be less judgmental and think of how our spirit would feel and our spirit frees us. Next, we have the law of non-attachment. Enlightenment is available for everyone listening. We're all on the same path and we're all able to be enlightened. In our human body, we're living out our karma. And if you want non-attachment, just think of everything being dissolved. Think of your possessions not being important to you and realize that you are not your body that you really are your soul self. Know that a divine spark is in your heart and soul. And your spiritual path toward enlightenment and liberation, you realize that you are your soul. And knowing from a soul level that we can accomplish anything that we set our minds to. And that's really empowering thought to have that we can manifest whatever we want in our lives and that our soul is infinite and capable of all things. We just need to vibrate higher. And I made an affirmation for today's podcast. And here it is. I align perfectly with my higher self. I am manifesting my desires with ease. 
I know the perfect synchronicities are happening daily for me right now. I flow with life's ups and downs, knowing to always hold hope in my heart for tomorrow. And I'm so very grateful. And I always pick an intuitive heart oracle card. And today's intuitive heart oracle card is discernment. Discernment. Knowing with grace what is right path for you right now. Allow the white light to wash all over you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. A clearing knowing comes over you for your highest good right now. You have discernment. On the next Healing Soul podcast, I'm going to be talking about the Ascended Masters. All content in this podcast may not be reproduced and is under copyright. I want to thank you all for listening today, and I'll talk with you soon. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, if you would leave me a five-star review or some positive comments, this really does help me reach more listeners. God loves you, and so do I, the healing soul, empowering wellness and oneness.